0: Hello, and welcome back to the Monday's Penny podcast, Uh, this one for August 29th, 2022. Uh, It has been a long summer. Uh, Summers usually are. I don't love them because my congregation goes away, and I am left alone on campus, not entirely alone. I have some students around, some friends around, but we just don't get that same level of interaction, and we don't have that same routine to enable some of those personal interactions. So I'm glad that it's fall, or at least very close to fall right now. The semester's already started. I'm glad to be back on campus and glad to be back at uh, the podcast. If you want to catch up on things you missed in the summer, uh, things that I didn't record via audio, but that uh, you're curious about the inner workings of my mind, well, uh, you can go back and look at mondayspenny.com. I stayed pretty faithful blogging throughout the summer, but uh, just wasn't able to get in and do the recording. So glad to be back and doing that. Guess you could call this season two. I haven't really divided it into seasons, partly because I'm sort of making that, uh, this up as we go along, uh, and partly because that's the design of the the blog and what I've been trying to do with the podcast is not to follow a theme and drive an agenda but to pay attention to the world, to keep my eyes open, to see what is in front of me week to week. So this fall, I'm going to try to keep doing that. I've got a few things in mind that I know I want to get to and a few things that have been ruminating that I felt like it would be good to wait until the podcast to be able to do, and hopefully I can pull some of those off later on as we go so this summer has been a summer of transition for us Uh, i'm sure it has for a lot of people we've had a a senior in high school that graduated and is now a freshman college student Uh, and so that's been a, a big thing all the different lasts that go along with that your last summer at home uh, you, you're uh, some of the last events at the high school to graduation also uh, he Zachary has a really good band called the tritones a jazz band that had their last performance as high school students so all these different things and then add on top of that uh, our youngest son Jonathan who is now a junior aliens have possessed his brain And this kid who was so introverted and sciencey has suddenly become a marching band performer and is expanding into all these different new areas in his life. It's a lot to keep up with. And you add to that the normal human uh, interactions and relations we go with, there's plenty to keep me busy. One thing I do want to mention, though, is that a lot of my summer was spent preparing a novel. So I have been writing uh, for decades, and I've had dreams of publishing longer-form fiction. So I've published some short fiction and, and plenty of nonfiction out there, but I've never gotten to break through that novel market. I've had some close calls, uh, some publishers that said and agents that said, hey, we really like this, it's just not for us. So I'm finally to the point with some of those manuscripts that they are either going to die on my hard drive uh, or I'm going to publish them myself because I've still got a couple of manuscripts that I think I'm gonna try to to get out to traditional publishers eventually, I hope, but uh, these have had their chance, they've had their day. They're very good, they just didn't make it into the market. So this summer I've been working on one of those, novel called Earth that is going to be out on October 10th, uh, or 11th, I believe, October 11th. It's going to come out in uh, print form, in ebook form, uh, and hopefully audiobook. I'm going to work on that as well over the next uh, month or so. But uh, that's been a fun project for me. I've learned a lot on it, and I'm sure I'll be talking more about that. But so you know, uh, the That's coming up, and hopefully some of you that are listening to this will be able to give it a read, uh, give me some feedback, and if you are so inclined, give it a recommendation to somebody else that might want to read it. So this week's penny comes from a, uh, a long drive, as a lot of these do, because you have plenty of time to think on a long drive, especially when you live in the part of the world that I do, and there is nothing to see for vast stretches, So when driving back from uh, St. Louis, uh, our vacation, Zachary's uh, senior vacation, he wanted to do a baseball trip. So we went to Kansas City and did uh, a couple of games in Kansas City, saw Denise's Dodgers play, and then we went over to St. Louis and saw the Cardinals for a couple of games and ended up with an opportunity to see a third. And we weren't planning on doing this because it really didn't work with our Um, With our our plan for being responsible adults, we were going to get back way too late if we stayed for this game, and yet we couldn't pass up the opportunity, and it, it turned out to be a great thing. Very glad we did it. So thinking about that, thinking through that both while I was driving and while I was dozing in the back seat of the car while Zachary was driving and playing jazz music at the top of the stereo with his mother made me think about the way we approach surprises because so many of us and so many times a surprise is a bad thing you know we, we don't like the unexpected it throws us off but surprises can be equally good and sometimes great and so trying to take this positive view of uh, when we're surprised by something well maybe that's not necessarily a bad thing uh, It got me thinking, and that uh, turned into the thoughts. So, here without further ado is this week's Penny. (music) Unexpected. When it comes to vacations, I am a planner. My family knows this about me. Hey, I wonder if we could, is code for Eric, can you please see if this thing we want to do is feasible and if so, make it happen, thank you. My browsing history is full of travel routes, flight checks, lodging options, and so forth for a few trips we've taken and dozens we might never get to. I have not yet, for example, driven from our current home in South Dakota to the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York, but I know the route we would take, where we could stay, and some of the hidden gems along the route. Not that I mind. I enjoy planning. Personality tests, both scientific and otherwise, routinely tell me that I am a strategic thinker who is good at identifying likely permutations and responding accordingly. So I'm good at it. And like most people, I have fun doing things that I do well. Plus, with the near impossible schedules that families in our stage of life keep, the pressure is on for our occasional vacations made precious by their scarcity to go well. So when we left on a baseball vacation just before school started, we were just putting a plan in motion. Jonathan, who hates sports and at any rate had band camp, stayed behind. Zachary and Denise and I took off for Kansas City knowing more or less what we would do. Three nights in a reasonably priced Airbnb, Royals-Dodgers on Saturday and Sunday, Negro Leagues and Jazz Museum on Monday, off to St. Louis on Tuesday for Cardinals-Rockies, a play day on Wednesday, and another game that night. Thursday, we would leave around 8 a.m. to get back to Mitchell at a decent hour, knowing that we would be moving in new freshmen to the DWU dorms the next morning at 9 a.m., not to mention moving Zachary in at Augustana University on Saturday. It was a good plan, if I do say so myself. We did every one of those things. But if I told you how flawlessly our vacation went, you'd be bored to tears, because if everything goes according to plan, the story isn't interesting. Not at all. Imagine a novel in which the hero recovered the jewel without having to throw a punch. Or a movie in which lovers never had a fight and get married with the full support of their family and friends. Blah. We need difficulty and setbacks and surprises to drive the plot forward. How else will we know what the hero is made of? The plan has to fail in order for the story to succeed. Which makes me wonder why so many of us fear the unexpected. Outside of the occasional birthday party, most of us have a fairly negative view of actual surprises. Try this. Complete the following fill in the blank. An unexpected blank. What did you come up with? My list included things like diagnosis, pregnancy, job loss, journey, death, and windfall. Not an entirely negative list by any means, but each one of those words implies a major change, which in turn implies major stress. The unexpected alters our plans if it doesn't wreck them altogether. It forces us into spaces we did not choose and can even upend our understanding of the universe as in I.I. Ravi's famous who ordered that response to the discovery of the muon. Most of us fear change to varying degrees, and we will do our level best to retain the familiar, even at the expense of the potentially better. Believe me, I understand. Planners hate learning how fragile their plans are, how easily they can get shredded by a dead phone battery, or a road closure, or a storm, or a lost reservation. We'd rather think we are in control, and that we'll stay that way. If we want a good story, though, we can't stick to the script. We have to find our way through obstacles. We have to overcome odds. We have to take the opportunities that present themselves to us. We have to improvise. Thankfully, our latest vacation didn't involve any viruses or vehicle malfunctions, but we did encounter two unexpected opportunities. The first came at the Jazz Museum. While Zachary stared in awe at the saxophone Charlie Parker played at the Massey Hall concert in 1953, yes, he is that kind of nerd, one of the attendants told me about the Monday concerts they had at the little club at the front of the museum. He invited Zachary to bring his trumpet and sit in with a band, which he did, this high school kid from 500 miles away improvising solos on the fly with musicians who didn't even know each other's names. It was one of the coolest venues he'd ever played, made possible because we happened to be there on a Monday. The universe gave us an unexpected gift. All we did was receive it. But at least we did that. We had one more improvisation left. On the last day of our trip, the Cardinals unexpectedly announced that Adam Wainwright, the 40-year-old pitcher who had been with the club almost as long as Zachary had been alive, would start the Thursday game. This is Zachary's hero, or one of them. But staying to watch would mean driving most of the night to get back to Mitchell, not to mention starting the semester with a hellacious sleep debt to pay off. It made a lot more sense to stick to the plan and go back home like responsible adults. We stayed, of course. And Zachary got to see his heroes do amazing things. A home run from Albert Pujols and Paul Goldschmidt, a diving play by Nolan Arenado, another by Lars Nudbar, a defensive gem by Yadier Molina, seven scoreless innings by Adam Wainwright, I could go on. Even if we'd had the power to plan for it, we couldn't have drawn it up any better than that. We arrived back in Mitchell around 2.30 a.m. the next morning. After a few hours sleep, we crawled out of bed and went to work. Filled with a reminder that however many unwelcome surprises the universe may throw our way, there are times when the unexpected leads us to places of near transcendence. It was as happy as I'd been in a long time.